For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. What's up, Thunder fans? My name is Matty Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. What's good, everybody? Uh, uh, Thunder played basketball tonight. They didn't play exceptionally well for a a lot of it, but they played. (laughs) They fell to the Denver Nuggets on the road, 110 to 102. It was pretty rough sledding early, but the Thunder were chippy. They fought um, through a little adversity early. They were able to stay in it for the most part, and then just couldn't get enough offense manufactured in the fourth quarter uh, specifically from one person that we would have expected it to come from especially knowing his history in Denver but we will talk about all that stuff um, later on man the Thunder oh they had a golden opportunity tonight to uh, hold their sole possession of seventh place to get closer to 500, but that didn't happen. So they fell to 11 and 14 on the season. There were some interesting things that happened in this one. So if you want to get caught up, you know what you have to do. I'm talking about hooking up the TiVo. You don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. Starting off in the first quarter, the Nuggets held really good pace early. They're running off of OKC misses, and there were a ton of them. And then bad Oklahoma City defense, because they just weren't getting back. They weren't getting set. They weren't communicating. That led to an 8-2 run to start the game for Denver. Quick timeout by Billy Donovan. Didn't like how things were going. OKC missed like a million bunnies to start. A lot of... uh, a lot of easy, or what should have been easy, uh, shots in the paint just weren't falling in and out. And then Jamal Murray had a sick alley-oop to our previously very own Jeremy Grant. He caught the ball like above the square. It was very reminiscent of that Shaquille O'Neal dunk that he had against the uh, Trailblazers in the playoffs back when he was with the Lakers uh, 
it, it was similar to that. It was just incredible. Kind of got the, the crowd going early. And it was really tough sledding for the Thunder to start this one. And then Grant came back on the very next possession and blocked Danilo Gallinari. Cy uh, Harris came in and hit a three on an out-of-bounds. And that gave Denver an 18-4 lead. Adams got his third bucket and he was attacking the paint. Uh, Steven Adams was very aggressive, very assertive early on in this one. And it really kind of helped to anchor things a little bit, if you want to call it that. Even though we were kind of uh, swaying back and forth, we weren't really, um, we didn't have consistent offense. We were missing easy shots, but we weren't talking on defense. But Steven Adams was assertive early. Um, right after he hit or got his third bucket, then Jokic went down and hit him uh, with a dream shake. Uh, and Jokic would be a star in this one. Gallo with an easy miss shot over Harris. He was 0 for 5 to start. That would continue. Nader, uh, Abdel Nader actually got fouled shooting a three. Woo! There was a foul in an OKC game when somebody was shooting a three. And for once, it was not an Oklahoma City player doing the foul. Abdel Nader would go to the free throw line. He would drain all three. Grant with a miss, but then got the board and made a follow-up. Got fouled and won. Double sigh. SGA had two made free throws and then a shot from 18 feet. And Baisley had a block on one end. Great. And then he got the ball back. And then uh, Michael Porter Jr. with a block on the other end. So very spicy uh, exchange between the two young players for each of these teams. OKC ended up having to defend for 35 seconds to end the quarter. No additional points for Denver. Denver was up 27 to 20 at the end of one. Ugh. Okay, CP3 was in to start the second quarter. He had a nice pick and roll dish to Steven Adams for a one-handed jam. We're going to gain momentum. Let's go. Except Malone calls a timeout. He sees this coming and he's like, no, 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 no. We're in control of this game. I'm going to stop the momentum. So very smart timeout for Malone there. Another drive by Denver and a bucket in the paint, killing us 22 to 10 at that point, early on in the second quarter in the paint. Muscala with two wide open threes, and they both missed short. Kind of interesting. He didn't get a lot of burn right when he went into the game. He came up short a little bit, shooting threes. So, hmm. OKC missing, missing three after three after three. Started off 0 for 8 in this game behind the arc. Murray puts Nader in a blender and hits the 19-footer. Noel had an awful deflection of a pass. There's a there's a pass I think was skipping across the court. Noel flung his arm up, deflected the ball, and ended up in a Nuggets hand. Uh, then they were able to get in transition really quick, and Barton hit a corner three. Mm. Abdel Nader went back on the other end and had a nice baseline drive to cut the lead to 11, or the deficit rather, for OKC to 11. We weren't getting very many offensive rebounds either, I noticed. Uh, the, the Nuggets were getting a ton, and we had none. We had absolutely zero over halfway through the second quarter. CP3 had another swipe move. He got to the line. He actually had two in the quarter like that. Abdel Nader got the first three for OKC to fall with 338 and a half. And I thought, okay, we finally saw one go in. 
We're starting to settle down on defense. We're pushing the issue a little bit on offense. We're finally going to be able to start seeing our offense function the way that we've seen it function for large portions of this season. After a missed three for Jokic, there was a made three for Dennis Schroeder to cut it to four. Let's go. Except Jokic had an answer for the Thunder every single time we made a play. He had two. That's back-to-back. Pick and pop threes. Wide open. It's just Adams wasn't able to get back out there uh, after what was supposed to be a switch after the pick and pop. Um, So yeah, Jokic was feeling himself throughout this entire game. OKC got some stops and then a bucket by SGA and CP3 cut it down to three at the half. Ugh. So, to recap, for the first half, OKC missing bunnies. OKC didn't get their first three to fall until 338 left in the half. OKC was not getting any second chance points because they weren't getting offensive rebounds. Jokic was in a zone, and yet OKC was only down 52-49 to at the end of the half. I felt pretty good about our chances at this point. I thought we were going to do big things coming out in the second half and we we're going to be able to sustain this thing and we we're going to get going and it looked like it early on uh steven adams was very assertive all over the place defense getting rebounds getting deflections coming out having good perimeter defense and he had six points to start the second half cp3 was getting more involved now felt like he should add five or more assists in this one uh but guys just weren't paying it off they were missing wide open shots they weren't able to finish in the lane more bunnies being missed gallo missed a wide freaking open three-pointer wide open uh from the ankle like he had the ball for a solid two seconds while he was shooting it and missed it so frustrating and then to make it even more frustrating Jamal Murray. Ugh, Jamal Murray. He got Lou Dort to bite on a fake, go in the air, and and slide to the left. And and keep in mind, Murray is probably around the half-court line at this point. Murray ducks underneath Dort, keeps his pivot foot, slings it off the backboard a la Tracy McGrady, and slams it home. And the entire arena goes bonkers as well as my timeline because I have a lot of friends in Denver. (laughs) Beautiful play. Why did it have to happen against OKC? We're going to see that probably all over the place in social media. Okay, Jokic went down and got a triple-double off of an assist with 225 left in the third. The Joker channeled his inner Russell Westbrook and messed around and got a triple double before the fourth quarter even started Dennis Schroeder was very careless with the ball at the end of the third quarter it was like he was pressing too much he was chucking it every time it hit his hands uh, for a while there and then he decided okay well maybe I need to pass and it was just bad he was very errant with the ball and he was throwing it away very rough end for the Thunder in that the end of the third quarter so Denver had an 84 to 68 lead after three. Alright. Let's get it going in this fourth quarter. Chris Paul started in the fourth. 
just like he started in the second. We scored seven points on three possessions. But the problem was we couldn't get stops. And so the Nuggets were able to still attack the paint. They were getting their, their fouls called on OKC. Uh, they would actually get to the bonus pretty quickly. So not very good for the Thunder, but they did go on an 11-3 run in about three minutes to cut it to five. At that point, the wheels fell off. Gallo was back in the game. Chris Paul tried to get him involved. Uh, he kind of went down in transition, did a little hunch over in, in a scoop pass to Gallo, who uh, cut into the, inside the arc which we're not really used to seeing him do in transition. And he pulled from about 17 feet and completely airballed it, which led to Jokic going down and hitting a three at the top of the, the key to give the Nuggets a 14 point advantage. Uh, and that was after back-to-back -back transition dunks by the Nuggets. CP3 came and hit back-to-back -back eight footers and Gallo finally got his first three to go with three minutes left. Too little, too late. Gallo had another three in and out. Gallo had another mid-range shot in and out. SGA had a shot in and out. And then Adams fouled Jokic who made one of two. And next thing you knew, OKC was down by nine with 58.2 seconds left. And just a couple of free throws and some drain of the possession and that led to OKC losing this game on the road 110 to 102. OKC has now lost seven straight to Denver and the key for me, the key stat in this one, offensive rebounds at the end of the game ended up being Denver plus three, although really it felt like it was worse. And second chance points according to NBA.com, which I think, I, I don't know how true these are, but I can't find the other stats. Um, said Denver beat OKC in the second chance by 10 points as well. So, an eight-point game. Denver had 10 additional second chance points off of three additional offensive rebounds. And that is all she wrote. Some key players for the Nuggets. Again, Jokic, 28 points, 12 assists, 14 boards. Killed us. Jeremy Grant. 13 points, 4 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a block. Jamal Murray, 14 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, and 2 highlight real plays. Will the Thrill Barton, 18 points. Gary Harris, 11 points. Hernan Gomez had 8. Plumlee had 2. Craig had 9. And Morris had 7. For the Thunder. Mm-mm-mm. Danilo Gallinari, 7 points on 1 of 13 shooting. Not going to get it done. Abdel Nader was incredible, 14 points. He was our saving grace most of the game for offense. But he was still negative 19 in the plus minus. Steven Adams, 18 points, 14 boards. 2 blocks. He was all over the place. 9 of 15 shooting. So pretty efficient for him. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Fairly efficient 7-13 shooting from the field. 16 points, 3 assists, 4 rebounds. Muscala had 2 points. Baisley had 4. Noel had 4. And now I'm down to my 
co-players of the game. And the players of the game are... We'll start with Dennis Schroeder, who at times was very erratic and kind of all over the place, but he did lead us with 22 points. He had four assists and five rebounds. He was very assertive. He was four for eight from three, which really kept us in this game longer than we probably should have been, and really the only person that shot well from behind the arc. And he was eight for 17 shooting, so not so, so bad from the field. Not highly efficient, but still had himself a solid game, and he was a plus seven in the plus minus. So he is our initial player of the game. And then I still have to give it to Chris Paul, who played 34 minutes. He had 15 points. He had four steals, four rebounds, and he had 10 assists, but he really could have had uh, 15. He was handling the ball well. And speaking of balls... How about a word for our sponsor? Speaking of balls. Speaking of balls, today's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Support for Topic Thunder comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, Alex, before we get into all the great things that Manscaped has to offer, I must say I was originally a client of uh, Manscaped before we even got the sponsorship. I ordered the, um, what what do they call it? The lawnmower 2.0 for that nice clean cut of the mm-hmm. area with which you need trimming. And I also uh, purchased the package where you get uh, the crop the preserver. Yes, the, the package. package. See what I did there? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, the package. The perfect package 2.0, by the way, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to get trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. It comes with the lawnmower 2.0, as I already mentioned, the crop preserver, as I already mentioned, plus something that you may not realize is important but is insanely important that comes with this package is a, a nice uh, paper uh, matting for you so you don't get stuff flying everywhere in your bathroom or wherever you do your okay. do, do, your duty i i honestly did not even think about that until i got the package i was like that is a smart idea because then you can just clean it up it's perfect unless you you know some people like to do it in the shower some people do it elsewhere and by the way the lawnmower 2.0 can be used in the shower it is waterproof so that is also a big plus so a lot of great things uh coming from manscape that i already know about and boy oh boy let me tell you it it works it works quite well Alex, listen, untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. No more. They're going to be nice and trimmed. And it's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. And like we've already talked about, that is the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. And that was a sponsor for our player of the game. Our co-players of the game being Chris Paul and... Dennis Schroeder. So congratulations, gentlemen. You are our players of the game. Enjoy your consolation prize. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? <laughs> That'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb.
<laughs> it does. What is next for the Thunder? Well, it is December 15th when you guys are listening to this podcast. So, congratulations. The moratorium uh, is lifted for players that were signed in the offseason. Things could get very interesting in Thunderland because most of the league now is available to be traded again. So... Who knows where guys like Danilo Gallinari or Chris Paul or potentially Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Schroeder are going to be playing by the time this month's over and throughout the trade deadline season. So, very interesting. Hmm. I also, I'm not going to speak for everybody on this pod, but if you're still listening, you obviously care about the Thunder. There is a big time rumor going around, and we're probably going to talk about this on the weekly, that, oh, if Sam Presti wanted to go to the Knicks, that the OKC Thunder would probably let him go. Mm, I'm throwing the BS flag out on that because this could be the greatest thing that Sam Presti ever does as a GM, rebuilding the Thunder. And he's got lots of ammunition to do it, and he's got three valuable players Four, if you want to count Steven Adams and throw him into the mix that he could get more compensation for. So I don't think Presti's done. I think he's sold. I think he wants to be a part of this community long term. Why would he want to go to the Knicks and be part of that horribly ran franchise? Why? Why would he? I know he wouldn't go sign 48 power forwards in an offseason, but even still, like, that, no, no, no. I think he is fine here. I think he thinks that there's unfinished business. I think if he can rebuild the Thunder and we go win a championship, that that might help to fix some of the wrongs or right some of the wrongs uh, that people have uh, put on his legacy. So I'm not speaking for everybody. This is me on my soapbox. I think Presti is cool where he's at. I just think it's people don't have a lot to talk about, so they want to always throw the Knicks in there, but why would Presti want to go to the Knicks? Okay, off the soapbox, congratulations, we've made it to December 15th, and the Oklahoma City Thunder are not in the playoffs if it started today. Phoenix Suns are the 8th seed, the Sacramento Kings are the 7th seed, and we are waiting, or we are on the outside looking in at 11 and 14. Ugh. But we're essentially in a three-way tie for 7th, so, eh, whatever. Um, the Thunder play at home against Chicago, at home against Memphis, at home against Phoenix, and at home against the Clippers all before Christmas so we have four games between now and next Sunday all at home after finishing a a road uh, trip that was four games on the west coast the Thunder are back home for a while and we have a couple of west coast teams coming to play us now Um, the Thunder play games against Chicago, Memphis, Phoenix, and Memphis again, and then they go to Charlotte, right? 
They got a game against the Clippers in there. I mean, five of those six games look very winnable to me. The Thunder are 11 and 14 now. We could be looking at a 500 ball club the day after Christmas on the 26th. Or, excuse me, a couple days after Christmas on the 27th. So don't lose hope yet, Thunder fans that are wanting us to make the playoffs. We could still go on a little run here and get right back in contention. It was a really rough road stretch with us winning at Portland and at Utah, which was great, but then lost a heartbreaker to Sacramento and then tonight at Denver. So it just wasn't meant to be. We're not a great road team, but we do have a big homestand coming up. So that is what is going on for the Thunder in the next week or so. All right. Thank you for listening to tonight's podcast or today or whenever you're listening to it. The recap for OKC in game number 25 against the Nuggets where they fell 110 to 102 on the road. That's fine. On behalf of all the boys here at OKC Topic Thunder, you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts, as well as our uh, partner network, the Big Heads Media Network. Uh, So you can find us there. Again, on behalf of all the guys, thank you for listening. I'm Matty Moles, as always. Thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.